0: Today's episode of Podcast Winterfell is brought to you by Sudio. Su-su-sudio. Now, you remember last year, I did an ad for Sudio. They sent me a pair of wireless headphones. They call these the Regent. They're their premium on-ear model, impeccable clarity, well-balanced sound, 24 hours of active battery life and 20 days of standby life. And they work perfectly. They connect immediately to my phone, to the iPad, to the laptop, the Bluetooth. The sound is beautiful. It's so clear. You can hear everything. They look good. You can personalize them with interchangeable caps. You also get worldwide free shipping. And every order in December comes with a complimentary gift box. Each one different, depending on the type of earphone purchased. Go to studio.com slash U.S., Use discount code WINTERFELLPOD, which will give you 15% off any purchase. WINTERFELLPOD, 15% off any purchase, studio.com US. These are awesome wireless headphones. They have a whole array. They have Vasa Blah, if I pronounce that correctly, which are just the little earbuds that have a little wrap. Their wireless, the big over-the-ear headphones that I like, the Regents, check them all out. Winterfell Pod gives you 15% off any purchase at studio.com slash US. Thanks. Let's get on to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Podcast Winterfell. Wow, it's been a while since we did a whole podcast here. Hopefully, last time you enjoyed the show that I put up with In Deep Geek and myself getting into a little GOT stuff, talking a little prequels. Well, we're back today. We've got a very special guest. But before we do that, I do just want to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter at Podcast Winterfell. You can email us, PodcastWinterfell at gmail.com. Oh, no, it's Winterfell Pod on Gmail. I did the old Matt thing. Hey, shout out to Matt. Want to tell everyone that he will be starting a rewatch of season five. I believe he's set the date at December fifteenth, and that's Matt's audio blog, Matt's Game of Thrones audio blog. Check him out on Twitter and all that. He's still pumping them out. You know, he had a little illness, and part of getting healthy was for him to talk. So he's been going back and rewatching, and you can check out those podcasts. Just want to give a shout out to the creator. But today we got a little bit of a different fun show for you today. Now, a couple weeks ago on Daily DVR, which I'm doing over at DVRpodcast.com, Justin Thomas and I did a live stream. We talked a little GOT and we gave out a Game of Thrones tie. And the winner was a gentleman named the Westerosi Ninja. And I heard that he did kind of, he said he did some trivia. So we started talking. We decided let's do an episode. So on one line, I got DJ Timothy, Timothy Hinesworth. Say hi to everyone, Timothy. Aloha. <laughs> and on the other line, I have Milton, a.k.a. the Westerosi Ninja. How you doing, pal? Doing great. Uh, thanks for having me on. Most appreciated to have you, man. I do appreciate it. This is going to be very fun. I have this is like what I'd like to do is we're, we can do this quiz now, and then maybe we can do another one just before the season starts and see how revved up we are. Because, you know, both Tim and I are not book readers, so we're not kind of in this world. You know, 12 months a year. I kind of, I'm getting back in as we're, I guess, about six months out of our final season here and with the prequel news. And I have to make a big announcement. I have started listening, not, I I don't know if I should call myself, hey, let me ask you something, Milt. You are a, a trivia guy. Is it? Co- would mm-hmm. the correct answer be to call me a book reader if I've listened to the book? Does that count, or do I have to read it?
1: Uh, well, I mean, if you listen to the audiobooks, I would consider you a book reader. Okay. some other people might be a little bit more stringent <laughs> on you know, the expectations.
0: <laughs> of a book, I mean, that's a what I'm reader. trying to, yeah, because I, I, you know, <laughs> fandom is so niche. You know what I mean? That only if you're blind. That's a lie. <laughs> Yeah, that, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Hey. DJ Tim Hines makes a fantastic point. Ableism. That's right. We have to consider that a book reader. Okay, I'm a book reader. So I started, I'm about five hours into Fire and Blood, and I am loving it. It's very different from obviously the A Song of Ice and Fire books, and we'll talk a little bit about that too. And we're also going to do a trivia And the Westerosi Ninja is going to test our knowledge, and we'll see. Maybe we'll come back towards the end of this season and see how well we've done. So before we do all of that, though, let's find out a little bit about our guest. So tell us, Milton, what's your journey through Game of Thrones? How can we find you? What do you do? Who are you? Just tell us everything about you.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, I think I should start at the beginning. I'm actually a professional geophysicist. nice So uh, basically working you know working for a scumbag you know phone company <laughs> but i'm actually on sabbatical <laughs> right now so I've, i'm taking about a six month or a year break from that job and i'm actually trying to focus more on things that i'm really passionate about and one of the things is uh, trivia and game of thrones so um anyway um i'm the restaurant ninja of course as axel said uh my real name is melt k and um uh, Basically, you can find me as a host for the Tri- Citadel Trivia Jeopardy streams. Uh, we basically have uh, trivia streams every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the YouTube channel is called The Citadel Trivia. And um, in addition to that, I have my own YouTube channel called The West Rosie Ninja, where I basically do streams on a variety of topics, such as the science behind you know, natural cat- cataclysms, you know, recorded in the uh, Song of Ice and Fire lore, Uh, top five, you know, kind of ranking collaboration streams with uh, another gentleman uh, called The Dog Show on various subjects like Star Wars, uh, movies, even arcade games that we're doing this weekend. And uh, actually, and I've also kind of developed a little Excel-based game called Death Battles where basically, you know, you just basically randomize characters with, you know, random weapons and random places and basically... Uh, decide uh, who wins or or argue and debate on who wins (laughs) that uh, theoretical matchup. Uh, In terms of Game of Thrones history, I've actually started out uh, reading the books back in the early 2000s. I started out with the Storm of Swords and kind of went backwards first, you know, in Game of Thrones and then to a Clash of Kings. And then, you know, I waited for the uh, other the later books to arrive, which is, you know, Feast for Crows and, uh, and a Dance with Dragons. Uh, I, I didn't really get into watching the show because I never I didn't have um, a subscription to HBO until about maybe three years ago. Uh yeah, about two thousand fourteen. So maybe four years ago now. And um then, you know, I started watching the show. Uh obviously they're very, very different, especially yeah. from season five to the present. But uh, you know, it's enjoyable. It's one of the best shows out there, so
0: all right, no, now, no real
1: complaints now
0: <clears throat> so no y- you've been so how long how many years then for those of us who don't instantly remember when the when all the books came out and everything, how many years are you into this fandom
1: uh let's see a storm of Stars started out and was actually published in the year two thousand, and I didn't really get into it
0: until probably about two thousand and three two thousand and four okay, so you're fifteen years or yeah. so into Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's amazing how long, When you know, a lot of times people talk about it and they say, oh, you know, the book, people waited so long. And then you kind of think, uh, well, that's not, you know, that long. But then when you actually talk it out to think that, you know, we we started our journey on podcasting and getting into doing all this kind of stuff uh, on the interwebs. In like, Well, I started in 2008 with Lost, you know? Mm-hmm. So to think that if Lost had been a part of my life for five years longer than that, and then for some people for like 10 years past that, it really does. That's one of the things that I think is I'm, – I'm glad to have you on to kind of remind us of that. And that's why I like having other people on. And this fandom runs deep and it runs long. What initially attracted you to it? You're a geophysicist. Was there something geophysical in it? Uh no, not <laughs> not really. I will just you know, make it a bad punch. <laughs> I mean, I mean,
1: I I've, I've, uh, you know, I've always been kind of a fan of kind of fantasy mm-hmm. uh, and you know at these a stores, you know back at that time, you know Game of Thrones was kind of well established within the literary community right it was already a bestseller at that point and you know i basically bought that book just to see you know what the deal was and uh, i guess what what really intrigued me about the um, game of thrones series or song of and fire uh series that george r r martin authors is um i guess it's really the kind of the, like the politics yeah aspect yeah. of the of the whole story you know in addition to um you know this fantasy element you know you know the magic the dragons you know the white walkers or what they call in the books the others right yeah. um and so, so it's really like a f- kind of like a f- fantastical political story which uh which is you know very different than you know what i was used to you know before reading the uh the series so yeah.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man. That actually brings us into what I wanted to get into. Well, wait a second. You know, we have DJ. You you want to uh, add to anything or talk a bit? I I want, I'd like to include you in the conversation, brother.
2: No, <clears throat> I'm enjoying hearing, uh, you know, Milton's background here because it's uh, a definitely unique angle that you and I are not exposed to. Really, you know, like we we you know the way we come from. Our fandom. I like hearing this. This is like a lot, I don't want to say truer, but a lot more canon. So, like, this is not just very interesting to get to know Milton and uh, hear his Game of Thrones journey. I like this good, good uh, line of questioning here. I'm ready to, you know. Like this, I don't really have much there. But get thanks. ready
0: for the quiz, DJ. I know thanks what you're for doing. me in, you know, You're funny. looking on Wikipedia there. You're looking on that. never, bro, <laughs> never. I, I got
2: Wikipedia in my head. <laughs> All right, so
0: Milton, let let me jump into a little uh a little fire and ice talk. um But actually, one thing I did want to mention, and I mentioned the geophysics thing when you when you mentioned that part, I guess that kind of threw me. Are there how does that relate to a song of ice and fire? What type of things are you describing and talking about in particular that you either talk about or interested in that have to do with your field?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you asked that question because I've been I've been trying to uh I've been tr I know I've been trying to basically uh sort this stuff out because it's very difficult to uh reconcile science with fantasy, right? And at its heart, you know, A Song of Ice and Fire slash Game of Thrones is a fantasy series, right? So there is a lot of leeway in terms of what can happen in reality and what cannot happen in reality. Yeah. And as a as a geophysicist, you know, what I am what I'm more concerned about is basically the timing of certain events. You know, the timing of certain natural processes. And in the canon, you know, there is a lot of these natural cataclysms that have been uh basically described and uh, attributed to say magic you know or you know attributed to you know the children of the forest these you know extra metaphysical beings out there right mm-hmm. so so what i've done in in a few of my streams is that i've looked at cataclysms such as the doom of valeria right you know yeah what you know what could it possibly cause the doom of Valeria? You know, in the books they say, you know, the whole landmass basically fell into the ocean, you know, because the 14 flames, which are these volcanoes basically all erupted at once. And can that actually happen in real life? You know, have we ever observed that in real life on earth and trying to make that link. And, you know, you can watch my, you can watch my stream and I'll give you a, a conclusion about whether or not that can actually happen or not. Uh, other cataclysms or things such as the breaking of the Door. you know, how did the, fir- no, the first men came over to Westeros because they crossed the land bridge linking Essos to Westeros and then, you know, during the wars with the Children of the Forest uh, you know, they claimed that the Children of the Forest basically broke the land, right, and basically flooded the hill, uh, basically got rid of the land bridge. Is that Reasonable, given the time frame of, you know, given the time span of the first wars themselves. Same, same with the flooding of the neck; it's the same kind of deal, you know. Is that can that actually happen, given what we know of the of modern day geology and modern day earth processes, uh, without the use of magic? Uh, And
2: um, can I can I quick ask you this? I I I so love the like way you you question these things related to you know your expertise but do you ever sometimes like think to yourself like maybe i like to let that go because it's not our world like i don't know because sometimes i wonder because i think like that too not on your level but like how if it's relatable if it's real like if you know how john and say you know this is in geo but like but like uh how John and Baelish have these, like, time-shifting travel mm-hmm. abilities, you know, like, things like that, how, to, how, like, how it doesn't seem sort of real things we question. So w- with your science angle, like, do you ever let it go and, like, say, like, maybe, like, it's not to be questioned or, like, because that must be hard, uh, you know, knowing the knowledge you have.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, and, and, and that's what I was saying, at you know, in the beginning was that at its heart, it's still a fantasy, series right so i have to basically let a lot of this stuff go especially you know when we're compressing time and space (laughs) that george r R. martin likes to you know do uh when describing a lot of these you know cataclysms or these other kind of events that go that goes on the in the series um you know i i attribute it to basically magic you know or literary freedom or liberties if you will Mm -hmm. and um yeah yeah i mean i I let it go but i think what i like about what i try what i'm trying to do at least is try to link things as much as i can to what we can observe and reasonably no deduct um today related no in regards to like earth science and natural processes
0: I See, I think it's fascinating because one of the things that I've learned just from listening to uh, Fire and Blood, which has kind of sent me down some internet wormholes here and there because I can't really be spoiled any longer. You know, I'm not worried about that as far as the books are concerned, which is something that used to keep me away from kind of researching or watching interviews and things like that as a TV show guy, you know, Um, but one of the things i've learned is that george is so specific and so does so much research and builds such an immense and amazing world that you can do those type of things that you're talking about milton you know you can feel uh uh, a sense of cause or interest in investigating whether these things are possible, and whether he's looked into it or talked to someone about it, or how that affects something, because it also has to do with the way in which memory, history, um, things like folk tales and uh, stories are passed to other people. Right. So it's interesting to see. The way that that he has created such a mirror to our own world, you know, well, everything
2: it, except for like the politics angle and like the wall in between borders, like that's unreal, unrealistic. But I get what you're
0: saying. What What do you What do you What, what do you mean?
2: How, like, you know, game? You saying game, he he compares so many things to our real world, like everything that he talks about, except for like. All this hardcore politics and backstabbing and like you know wall building—that's not reality. That's not in our world here. But uh, uh, you missed the joke. So anyway, okay. it's too early for Axel. So that <laughs> D- was like a Trump DJ, joke that just DJ went flying over his head. So I hope went somebody over else they got it. But no, really, I I, out, I, th- really. I was
0: halfway there that you were saying. You that, could, but you
2: could be a hardcore yeah. chef and want to dissect all the way he yes, describes yes, food yes, and exactly. make sure he's accurate with yes, that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, no, it's 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 incredible. Yeah. I think that's what draws a lot of us into it now yeah. you know you fa- so you found podcast, that milton, yeah. i don't read scripts so i don't know any of that you know inside knowledge i just watch the show but yeah.
0: but you milton know- you found that as well right is that something would you would you echo what i was saying there about george and his ability to world build
2: absolutely that's why i love this. oh script. i was
0: asking milton
2: I figured that, but he, you know, he didn't jump in, so oh, I just okay. figured it. it's
0: a big <laughs> space. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's great. I mean, he's he's done a really good job, a really great job, in fact, of uh, world world building. And you know, he's he'll always have that he'll always have that uh, back out plan in a sense. So if it, if it isn't realistic, you can always call on magic, right? Right, right. So you know so as a fantasy writer he's not bound to a lot of constraints as say a history author would have or a you know a pure science author would have right so um but yeah i mean he's done a really commendable job in world building you know not as great as tolkien but that's another oh no <laughs> another, another discussion <laughs> altogether but you know he's, he's done a good job and and, and mixing it with the politics um, of King's Landing is a makes for a very 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 um great
0: story. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. So let me let me chat a little bit with you about Fire and Blood because I'm kind of itching. I've been listening to this thing. Gosh, I think for the last. I was surprised. I have a app called Cloud Library. And I suggest it to anyone listening. It allows you to log in with your library card, when your local library card, if you're in the United States, and rent books, and there's no late fees, it's totally free. If when the book is due, it just kind of takes it from you, but you have opportunities to renew and it's audio books as well as like Kindle uh, print, you know, whatever they call digital books. Um, and I just do the audiobook part of it, but I was very surprised that uh, for this app, I, there's another one called Libby that is a bit more popular, it looks a little bit better, but um, it has far less books available. And for this cloud library, it only took like, I don't know, like, I guess the book's only been out for like a week or so or something, right? When did it come out or is it, or is it has it been longer than that? Maybe it's been longer than that. I don't remember. Um, but, uh, I think what, what, when did it come out? Milt the 22nd? Yeah. It came out on November the 20th. Oh, the 20th. Okay. So it's been, a little, it's been, you know, whatever, two, too little over two weeks, but it was already available. So I started listening to it about maybe three days ago and I'm already like five hours into it while I'm doing the dishes or whatever. And then sometimes I lose track. I got to go back and re-listen. So I've re-listened to parts and, uh. I am really blown away. This is uh amazing. Now, this is totally different from I was prepared for it, but I wasn't as prepared for how how much I would like the difference. I have I have in the past, I am a book reader. I have been I used to have a license plate read in New Jersey. I it's total like I'm a freaking book nerd, but I have never been a huge – I've always – I should say sometimes I've just had an issue with the way that A Song of Ice and Fire is written. I I always – I started reading it and after this, you know, all the movie – all the TV show and everything came out. And I read a little – I read a good amount of pages. I don't know, 30, 40, 50 pages or something and i just i couldn't kind of get into the way the story was being told by people's perspectives and everything and i have to say that that may have been a reason why i haven't gone back i think if they were straight up like written like stories a little bit more like ice and fire i may have gotten more into it perhaps that's just a kind, you know I'll have to try again. I keep on – DJ always tells me that I shouldn't read books. He doesn't like reading. Have you read any books yet, DJ? Yeah.
2: I read The Hobbit uh, okay. when I was in third grade. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean there's a couple – okay. I'm more of a magazine kind of guy because they okay. have like uh, the, these little captions underneath the pictures. Right.
0: Or cartoons too, right? You like, uh, Like in the newspaper, I mean.
2: Oh, oh. You mean the the cartoons that come every day wrapped with all that information yes, around them? Yes,
0: yes, exactly. Yeah, I love that. I yes. love that. I but know. Yeah,
2: okay. and I I don't I don't read scripts before I watch
0: shows. All right, there you go. Uh but um I uh you know, I I may go back and read but I'm not sure, but this Fire and Blood the way that it's written and it just starts out and basically it's like This maester is telling it, and then he said, and then you know, in the audio book, I'm sure it's the same. In the while you're reading it, where he's just like, as told by George R R. Martin, as though he is a part of the. He's not an author who created this. He's like he's like a third level person explaining it to you so it you know there was the history it happened the stories are even fourth of it was handed down then this master kind of got it together and then George wrote it for him or something and i almost feel like it's so detailed and this is one of the things that is really blowing my mind that I'm finally kind of understanding what people were talking about when they have such reverence for this guy is he's so brave as a writer and to be able to say things like, "This guy did this and then, you know, um, his brother's uncle, who also knew this person, But, well, that's another story. Or then he'll say that this guy, uh, you know, his dad threw this other guy off. And then an hour later, how many of her pages it is, he'll mention that guy again. The the grasp that he has, and by bravery, I mean I've written before. I've written a lot. And there's consequences when you write something. When you're writing a story and you say someone did something – You can sometimes be racked with like crap, but does that mean they're actually going to do this too? Or how does that, you just, it's just absolutely amazing. Now you've already finished the book. I'm already, I I said, I'm only about a quarter way through, but I just wanted to give my brief impressions. What are some of your brief impressions from it? And maybe we can discuss it just a little bit, but are you, I like the style of this more. I like that it's like, a story being told to us. And it's, it's like, it's kind of like being in a history class for Westeros. You're just like with a really great teacher, you know, who keeps you involved, but it's just, it's a narration of history and it's less on the specific battle stuff. I was worried too. Like people are, get so into the military stuff of game of thrones and i'm not into that like i don't like i i think it's kind of cool but i'm really more interested in the politics and um, the way that this book tells you politics and warfare but with such emotion everything is connected to people is really important but i could go on and on i don't know what are some of your um some of your thoughts
1: yeah you know i mean i mean i was actually look really looking forward to this book only only because you know i am a you know i love history volumes because you know history appeals to my kind of like my sense of you know just give me the facts you yeah, know, yeah yeah observations yeah. And that kind of stuff without much mm-hmm. thinking about you know <laughs> without much magic or kind of imagination being involved in it and um you know, I I looked forward to it because I consider this I consider this book to be basically an expansion of uh, his previous compendium, right? Uh, uh, the world of Ice and Fire. Okay. okay, basically written from the point of view, or written from the point of view of the of maesters, essentially who are actually you know writing writing this history uh, of the Targaryens. And um, so, from that respect, I, you know, I really enjoyed it. Uh, what you know, there's a lot there's a lot of new stuff okay especially when we you know get into the reign of king Harry the first and um basically and at the end you know where we get into the reign of aegon the third there's a lot of new stuff in there which you know i really enjoyed reading about because in the world of ice and fire uh, his previous compendium you know he kind of skips over a lot of the uh, histories of the more minor Targaryens, right? He kind of focuses more on the rain, the reign and the acts of the of the of the kings and you know in, in certain times the queens uh, of the tar- of the Targaryens. So um, it was it was really good. It was a very interesting read. He expanded a lot on the family itself, you know, uh, in those two time frames I mentioned about. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to a volume two, which basically you know gets into um, you know the end of Aegon the Third, the Dragon's Bang, up to the fall of the Mad King. So um really looking forward to it. I thought it was I thought was great, you know. Um, you know it reminded me, you know, it is in kind of the same style, just kind of historical yeah. style as one of my favorite token books, which is you know the the it's you know yes. basically, basically a hist- yep. history volume.
0: And I but you know what what you were saying in the beginning about um you have I'm a very scientific straight up as you can tell from me missing that joke that DJ said earlier, I tend to be a bit like take <laughs> things at face value and the kind of uh but later I'll laugh at that. But um I that's why I kind of like my favorite science fiction writer is Arthur C. Clarke, and he is a hard sci-fi tells the story. It's not very flowery, right? He's not Mm going to be confused for Hemingway, Arthur C. Clarke. He is like the epitome of hard sci-fi. And so many people have said, it's like reading an instruction manual of something or what happened. I kind of like that, you know, because Mm -hmm. I fill that in in my mind. And what I find here with this fire and blood is that he is doing that, but he does just the little touches bring you closer to a character. Like at the beginning, I thought, oh, this is going to be – I'm going to miss everything that I uh, kind of have come to want more from the show and expected were in, in the books, which is emotion, you know, uh, a, a feeling of like I'm on this person's side or something and he really has done that like there's i really am into these targaryens and their history and like i'm just really i can't wait to hear what happens next and um i'm i'm now listening to that part about who is it Jaharis and his sister and uh, right they're the two dragon riders
1: Yep, that is correct. Okay. Earth and Queen Alison.
0: Okay, that's it. Right. So um, that is such a great story. And it's interesting too That's I like that you told me a little bit is the new stuff because I wonder – this world is so vast and he's written all these little novellas. And like you're saying this world of ice and fire and he gives talks. And I know that there's like notes of his that people have in other books. And I never quite know whether something is like, I didn't know whether this is new material or it was kind of include some stuff that had been mentioned, but now in more detail. So that's what it sounds like to me that it's, it's a mixture of some stuff that people knew, but then it digs deeper into that. Is that what it is?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I I consider it basically an expansion of the. Okay, yeah, I understand. Of, of, of that of that time interval that you know George R. R. Martin briefly describes in the in the world of Ice and Fire, and he just basically expands it, say fivefold or sevenfold if you will
0: yeah it's amazing and i really do have to tell you dj tim hines since you don't like reading and you do like listening you should get the audiobook because i really going into this final season and i talked a lot about this um with robert uh, within deep geek about being a non-book reader and be, but being fascinated by the world and I really I'm I'm I want to try to meld those two parts in myself, you know, come to a um kind of uh I don't know how to say it. Like uh, heal myself, maybe you know. <laughs> while entering this final season, and and be as one with all watchers, book and non book readers. I shall be the bridge. They say, and uh, and kind of do that. So you got to join me, Tim. What do you think? You're going to listen to it.
2: Well, isn't this essentially what they're making those prequel shows about? No no so this is something completely different
0: this is this is not what they're making the prequel shows about the prequels my understanding is that it's like a thousand years before this isn't that what it isn't is that true Milton or am I wrong about that
1: yeah from what I understand the prequels is basically uh
0: like before dragons
1: the the storyline basically um covers the age of heroes so it was essentially right after the war between the First Men and the Children of Forest uh, roughly 8,000 years ago.
0: Yeah. So it's way... years
1: before yeah. the advance of Game of Thrones.
0: Right. And what we're... What Fire and Blood is what? Like a... a it's... it's It should be 1,000 years back. Is that how much it is? Is it like 1,000 no, years? No. The... The Targaryen Conquest
1: happened roughly about 300 years before the... Uh, oh, okay. The oh, of, ...of Game of Thrones. So, yeah. So, so, all, so, all we're covering in this first volume of Fire and Blood is roughly the first 150 years of the Targaryen rule over uh, Westeros. Wow. All,
2: all my like prequel knowledge comes from either the, the, the Blu-ray extras mm-hmm. or like the first few ex- uh, episodes of history of Westeros. And then they, they got heavy into books and I had to dip off, but uh, you know, I love watching the, you know, that's what I'm telling you,
0: history DJ yeah, I probably,
2: I probably would love this. And I'm thinking yep. I will explore it, but not until after the season.
0: Oh, well, see, I, I, this is helping me get into it. And you know what else it's making me see Milton and, I don't know if you as, I mean, of course you Wait, how as, can
2: an audiobook make you see something?
0: Because, man, I see it with my mind, baby.
2: Like the way you can listen to Jimmy or you can hear <laughs> exactly.
0: Jimmy? Exactly. That's a good one. That's exactly right. That's right. Do you hear Jimmy? I don't, I don't listen. I hear him. Uh, but, God, man. Wait, now what was I going to say? You distracted me. Got him. Your jokerisms. Um, what I was going to say, what was I talking about? Uh, some kind of script no I was uh, oh man I was talking about um, my experience with Oh, you you wanted to you wanted
2: to be one with everybody, and, and you nah. want to read the book. See, this, the, is why, the show this is why this is why I, the I
0: ignore the jokes most of the time, man, because it throws my concentration. I got a, I got a. Oh man, it was a good point too. Damn it, DJ Tim, it really Hines. wasn't. Let's fuck, let's get this you quiz through me. You threw me. No, I have one more thing that I wanted to say um, to Milton about this because this uh, re- just experiencing. Oh, this is what it is the patterns okay R- listening to this book and getting into this targaryen history and thinking about danny right and thinking about what's happening in our story right game of thrones here the tv program coming up in the last season how it relates even though i know they're different to see the patterns that are coming that come again and again in ev- in what he writes he does purposefully put in the this cyclical nature of history that we see in our own history, right, whether it's you know for him, I think there's the pattern I've always seen through my life is say if you look at like America and our involvement in different wars so world war one vietnam the Gulf Wars, all these type of things what's currently happening in our politics. You Giant see the way wall. there's a, a wall. Exact? No, but you're absolutely right. That type of stuff, that xenophobia, that um, isolationism that we're seeing in our, unfortunately in our present country and around the world in many respects and why things like that happen. Right. And how things can happen where he talks about the East and the West and across whole nations and continents. And, but Primarily, the cyclical nature, too, of the Targaryens themselves. All right, taking a little break here. Just want to give another shout-out to Sudio. That's sudio.com slash US. These headphones that they have are absolutely amazing. Just do yourself a favor. Click the link that I provided in the show notes and check out these uh, awesome, awesome headphones What they sent me out this year, and when I do my next ad for them, who knows, maybe sooner rather than later, um, I can tell you how the Vasa Blah are working. I got these for my wife. They are the earbuds, and they just have like maybe a little plastic strap that houses the control unit and the receiver. You can't even feel it on your neck or anything. They fit perfectly into your ear. And I gave these to my wife so she can use them and go work out with them at the gym, do whatever she, she loves doing yard work, wearing them. And that's great. You think about the wireless is great for doing things when you're active, right? You don't have anything that gets in the way. And the Bluetooth signal is so awesome. They, I took them right out of the box. They connected. And I already told you the beginning of the show that the Regents, my son has had them for a year. If a six-year-old can have a pair of professional, high-quality wireless headphones for a year and not break them, you know that they are made very well. So again, use code WINTERFELLPOD. WINTERFELLPOD gives you 15% off any purchase, Go to studio.com slash US. Studio.com slash US. Use code WinterFellPod. I'm going to keep put that in the show notes. Do yourself a favor. There is nothing better than having wireless headphones. You don't have all this junk in your way. The sound over the Bluetooth is so clear. A call comes in. You just click, you got you're taking the call. You want to go back to the podcast? Whatever you're doing, it goes right back when you're done. Hands free. High quality, they look awesome. Studio.com slash US, use code WINTERFELLPOD. 15% off, baby. Thank you for sponsoring this show, Studio. Back to the show. All right. Now, moving on to something where probably Tim and I will not know what happened. Uh, We have agreed to be quizzed. And I'm going to let Milt, if you want to kind of introduce it, and uh, tell us what you do. Cause I know you do this on the regular, but I think this is fun. And like I said, it'd be fun to do it before the season to two, to see if we've kind of gotten ourselves up to speed to properly podcast about a show. Do we have the knowledge to be even hosting this podcast? That's the question.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, if you don't get a lot of these answers, you know, questions correct, it doesn't mean that you don't have the knowledge, because you know a lot of people may not pay as much attention to the to the minutia, right, or the kind of like the details yeah. uh, in the show as much as others do. And uh, no, I I'm I'm in the trivia business, right? So my job is to pay attention to the minutia sometimes, especially for more difficult questions. Uh, Anyway, so uh, you you requested that uh, you know I kind of set uh, basically give a set up a list of about twenty questions for you guys and uh, decided, and I decided to make kind of a game out of it where I'm basically splitting up my questions into four different categories and they'll be ranked uh, on a difficulty level between uh, from one to five five being the most difficult and then if you get it right you'll get all all the points associated with that question so if you get a five point question right you get five points and we'll do this for the entire 20 seconds uh 20 questions and um basically you and tim will basically take turns in terms of uh choosing the category and question value that you want
0: all right good answer timothy how you feeling you're feeling good
2: Oh yeah, baby!
0: All right. I'm sorry if, if uh, listeners hear a little. I just have to adjust my mic here because I'm actually standing up for this because I got to shake my legs. I'm getting my trivia, you know.
2: Well, well, hold on. Now. I'm gonna stand up.
0: Yeah, I'm standing up, man. I'm shaking it off, dude. I got to shake it off. We're ready because let me tell you, I do take pride in trivia. I used to host a pub quiz at a place go. called uh, Fiddlesticks.
2: Somehow? What's that? Do you have a degree in this somehow? No, I
0: don't have a degree, but I did host a and run uh, Bar Trivia for two years at a bar called Fiddlesticks in Manhattan across uh, from World of Video in Greenwich Village. And uh, I did recently get hired to run um, Bar Trivia, but it didn't work out for uh, for some different reasons. But I might get back into it. So I do take the trivia seriously. Are you a serious trivia person, DJ Tim Hines? You go to like trivia brunches every week, don't you?
2: Well, it, I mean, I really didn't want to talk about that. You know, <laughs> I wanted to have the upper hand, but I kind of know you know, in the trivia brunch circuit. Little yeah. bit. All right. All
0: right. All right, Milton. We're ready to go, baby.
1: Woo. Okay. So, sounds great. Okay. Uh, so so what I'll do for right now is give you the categories. Okay. okay? So the categories are one and done, meaning that these are – I'm going to ask you to name characters based on clues that have only appeared in one episode in the show. Oh,
0: my God. Okay. Okay.
1: Comedians, I'm going to give you quotes and you have to – funny quotes and you have to tell me who said it. Okay. House words. Are they going to all be by
2: me? What? (laughs) All those (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) these are from our old podcasts. You pulled these from the podcast. That's going to be pretty
0: hard to find any funny ones, but we'll. (laughs) (laughs) I got you on that, DJ.
2: Okay. The third category is house
1: words. Basically, you know, houses have mottos. I'll say the motto. You tell me what house. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, They belong to. And the last, the last categories are. It's called farewell speeches. Basically, these are the last words that a certain character said before they died
0: dude this is awesome all right i love it yeah this is fun.
1: so uh i think you guys need to figure out between yourselves who wants to start with a category and a point value
0: you know what i'll do it i'll start i'll start (laughs) before beauty definitely And okay so i will start and the category i choose is um the house names
1: okay and uh what point value one through five five being the hardest
0: all right, hit me Hit me with, I'm going to start off easy, okay? But kind of hit me with a three. I'm just going to okay. try to do it.
1: Okay, remember, I'll, I'm, I'm only going to give you 20 seconds. Okay. okay, all right. So here we go.
0: Growing strong. Growing strong. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just going to guess Manderly.
1: Nope, you got eight more seconds if you want to go ahead and do something um, else.
0: I, I, I have no idea. I got to give up on this.
1: Okay. Uh, that was a uh, house Tyrell. Oh, Come man. On, Come on. That I should have so... got that. Okay. And uh We're going to do
2: so bad. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll, uh, we're going to – are we staying in the same category? Uh, you can pick whatever you want. Category and – I'll part... stay in the same category. I'll do the four. Point oh, five. the four-point question. That's the second hardest. Okay.
0: Here we stand. Let's hear it. Let's see if he's typing. No, no <laughs> typing. No way. Come on, DJ. You're running out of time.
2: That's, uh, Dorn, uh, that's, uh, uh, uh time's up, DJ. Yeah, I know.
1: Uh, I know. That was House Mormont. It was, yeah, it was oh. completely wrong. <laughs>
0: oh, this is tough stuff, man. That's
2: All that's right. hard. Okay, I mean, how do you uh, go from oh, it's, it's
0: three? Okay, to Axel, is our turn now. All right, Um right, let's do one and done for for two. One and okay. done for two. Okay, so basically, d- these are quotes
1: from a character who only appeared in one episode. Okay, this is so from the episode Oathbreaker. Tommen's pet cat. What's his name?
0: Oh, 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 man. Um, <laughs> how, can I not, how can I not remember this? Man, I really got to rewatch that. This is what I'm telling you, sir. It's something with it. it I, 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 oh, man. It's okay. Sir Hunt or I, something or Sir something, right?
1: Yeah, it was a, it's called Sir Pounce. Oh, Sir Pounce. Oh, damn it.
0: Okay, I was close. All right, all right. <laughs> Ooh, all right, man. guys.
1: Well, we're over three right now, so, so <laughs> go, go ahead, DJs, or pick. Uh,
2: uh, all right, I'm taking the one on the the house, the house uh, sigils, uh, okay. the house. Uh, what do you call it? Quotes.
1: House words. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Okay, taking the one.
1: Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm gonna get a point. Okay. Here. Ours is the ours is the furry. um This is a one. Ours is the <laughs> fury. <laughs> Uh, see this is hard for tv show watchers the dame thing i think we're picking a hard one yeah this is tough because they don't say it that much on the show
2: i'm gonna go uh with i don't know this is hard ours is the fury it, time's up. <laughs> yeah,
1: wow, you got me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, maybe I made it a little bit, a little bit too hard. Yeah, it's House Baratheon.
0: Okay, yeah. the yeah, The yeah. House ones are a little hard, I think, because it's harder because it's not said that much on the show, yeah, especially
2: I House Baratheon yeah. was finished after the first season. But uh, but it is. They, but you got They it, you do know. say it though. Uh, <laughs> they yeah, do say, to,
0: it. say it. Okay, okay. sorry, sorry. Sorry, uh,
2: yeah, Axel right, he's tripping us up here. He's making us look bad.
0: All right. on <laughs> um, a
2: podcast. Oh my god.
0: Let me go with. Um, I'll. 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 Is there a, like dealer's choice? Can I send it to you?
1: Uh, uh, sure, sure. I mean, yeah. um, the categories are one and done. Uh, comedians, basically. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll pick comedians.
0: I'll pick comedians. Okay, for how many points? Let's. I'll say. Let's do. Let give me a. Give me a. Let me get. Oh, I'm going to get one point. One. I'll okay. do a one. Okay.
1: Okay, and, and the quote, so you basically have to name the person, the character who said this. Okay. You must be proud to be as funny as a man whose balls brush his knees. Season two.
0: You. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too funny, man. That's too fu- Oh, gosh, man. Uh, the Hound. Did the Hound say that? No. Oh, who said no. it?
1: Uh, that that was Tyrion Lannister said it to Pycelle.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, I see. And I thought that that was. I thought that's. I thought that the Hound said that to Tyrion, okay. like no, making fun know, of his height.
2: Is, you know, you get a no points. All right, uh, no I'll, no point. I'll take same category for two. <laughs> okay, and Tim, it's
1: you must be one of the few men in the city who isn't a man. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Now, who would say something like that, that kind of biting insult? I said who was uh, – I was answering like Jeffy. Uh, Bron. Uh, nope. Oh, I, oh yeah. Time, time's out. Uh, right. uh, uh, that was Littlefinger. Is that it two varies? Nice. On
0: nice. Nice. This is good. Hey, man, I'm already thinking we should limit this to 10 questions each. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <No. David. laughs> There, Before a, we more. embarrass I, ourselves, this is so fun, though, man. Um, this is giving me the impetus to rewatch. This is why I want to do this. I knew I was going to do bad, dude, and I'm, 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 I'm getting into it now. I'm, re- I'm listening to the book. All right, this is fun. All right, here. This is my question. Let's see. We did comedians, house names, one and done. What are the other two categories?
1: Uh, uh, the, the last category are as farewell speeches, basically. These are the last words spoken by. A character okay,
0: let me choose gone. that. Let me choose that. Okay. For, uh, for let me go for. Uh, I'll go for three down the center because I should get this okay. if people died. Okay.
1: Dot dot dot. Lord of the seven kingdoms and protector of the realm. Then this person gets whacked.
0: Then this person, they say dot dot dot.
1: Well, 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 it's it's part of a speech. Oh,
0: okay. Um uh, I am just going to guess. Uh let me see. Is it the uh um hmm I'm going to I'm going to say the the guy the the initial um the guy who initially is killed by Ned for uh for running away.
1: Uh, nope. Uh, oh, time was okay. up anyway. Uh, uh, that was actually Ned Stark. He said
0: no. Oh, it, see, it I worked. was gonna say Ned, but then I was like, that's too easy for a three. See, you tricked me.
2: All right, Tim is your pick. <laughs> uh, we'll say same category. I'll take two. Okay, for two.
1: I'm afraid. I've always been afraid.
0: uh <laughs> we are terrible
2: this is terrible <laughs> oh
0: is this the worst anyone has ever done on one oh of your quizzes God, i
2: feel i feel awful right now
0: See, we got to get back into it man this is just giving you I'm a kick in the ass
2: okay. dj Time's up. i take, take a wild guess tim <sighs> that was uh
1: Baelish. Nope. It was uh, Janice Lent right, right before got executed by John. Oh, he said, uh, no, I'm afraid. I'm, I've uh, always been afraid.
0: Yes. Yeah. That was, oh, man. I had that in my mind, too, you know, like the situation, you know? Holy
2: shit. Okay,
0: guys. <laughs> um, I,
1: I,
2: think, I think these are the last questions. If you want, right. if you want to go to 10. <laughs> no, let's
0: do it. Let's end it here. Let's end the suffering. man. No,
2: I need points, bro. Like, this okay. is bullshit. <laughs> At least we gotta do question one and two from each category. Okay. So what do we okay. got left? Oh no. Okay. Okay, okay we, we have one more uh, one point
1: question in the Farrell speeches okay. category. All right.
0: Well it's my turn, right? Yeah it's yeah. Your turn. All right, so hit me.
1: Okay. For, so for one point in pharaoh speeches, mother.
0: <laughs> Joffrey. Nope. Oh Tommen. Nope. You got 10 more seconds <laughs> to keep on saying. <laughs> no, it wasn't Tommen, he didn't say it. I thought it was Joffrey. Didn't he say mother? Oh, okay, I give up. Who was it? Okay, I never did This was one of the most
1: heartbreaking scenes of the of the series. Uh Rob Stark said it. Oh yeah, he, that's
0: right. Look at his Mom, and that mother? And then See, I uh, I thought they both said it. Didn't Joffrey say it too? No, no. Uh, Joffrey <laughs> <a strange> <laughs> Oh, but I thought there was like a, a little bit of a mother there. Okay, man. See, I gotta go, dude. We're all right. This is it, DJ. You gotta, you gotta. <gasps> okay. This is all Wait on you, DJ. man. There,
1: there are two more, like you know, two point questions or you know, moderately easy. Give him a uh, five One is one and done, and the other one's house words. <laughs> Give me the words, please. I gotta get this. Okay, family, duty, and honor.
0: That's. Stark. No, dude. Stark is winter is coming.
2: No, that, that that's the phrase. This is the words. No. No, not. I'm wrong. No. Oh, my God, family, do honor. Time's up. So just take a wild guess. I mean, that's the. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh That
1: that's House tully Uh, yeah, and oh price, shit. But- Stark's
0: words are: winners is coming." Oh my god! I got something right. We got a point. <laughs> so um,
1: I don't know what to say.
0: Uh, really terrible. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we. This is what I. This is what it is, man. See, this is why. I, uh, this is so fun, and this is what's going to happen, bro.
2: Next year, we got to go. Next year, I need more questions. Yeah. This is bullshit. Oh, okay. All right.
0: All right. So you can ask DJ. Let's see. Okay. Ask us. Give me a. Um,
1: Keep going, is there I any more close. final words left the
0: show? Are there any more final words left? Uh, the hardest one, okay. Give it, it, it to me, give it to me. Yep,
1: okay. For five points, the house words we stand together,
0: the house words we stand together,
1: yeah. And these are all houses that have appeared in the show, okay. So it, it could be a lot harder if you go into the lore. So,
0: um I, I'm just gonna, I'm guess, gonna guess uh Bolton. Nope. Ah What do you say, DJ? You get a guess now. Save us, uh,
2: DJ. Save us. Aries. I mean uh uh no Aries. What do say? Aries. Uh Aaron, Robin Aaron. How's Aaron? Nope. Uh the answer is the phrase. Oh. The phrase yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah Bol-
1: Bol- Bolton's are is um our blades are sharp. Oh, that's okay. Errands is as high as
0: honor. Man, you got the knowledge, man. What the uh, this is, this, uh, see, we gotta bone up because DJ, <laughs> see, look, there's two uh, this is what I always say. There's two halves to do in a podcast, right? Well, really three. I think that it's important general subject matter, like as far as like talking about TV and film, you have a general knowledge. Then there's your ability to analyze, which I think we're good at. But the specific facts we gotta re get. We're always good when we're in the season because we engulf ourselves in it. But like I say, see, we're out of practice, dude. We gotta practice, DJ. We gotta rewatch this television show. You gotta listen to some books. I'm so pissed. People come to me with questions <laughs> that I know. And I I know. like I'm
2: answering all of them. This is a next a level, I feel dude. Like I know nothing. I yep. feel like, like Jon Snow.
0: We gotta hey, lift hey, it hey, to the next hey, level.
1: Um, actually, I mean uh, if you wanna end it, um you were second, so you get to pick. I and mean, This could be your last pick. So, so we have a two-pointer on one and done. You need done. comedy,
2: comedy. I need comedy.
1: Okay, so, so the easiest one is the three-pointer. Let's okay. do it. And the quote, basically, who said this? You won't be a very good hand if you see the word "night" and say knigget. <laughs> <laughs> season four. <laughs> Think about who's teaching something to read.
2: Davos. Uh, no, who said the quote? Oh, it's uh Shireen. Yep, yep, it was Shireen. Yeah! Nice! <laughs> yes! He DJ, <laughs>
0: yes! We are triumphant! This was an amazing quiz. Oh my God, DJ, thank you. See, he comes with the jokes. He gets the right answer on the joke question. There's nothing yes. more beautiful than that. That's just like what George does where where history is cyclical this podcast is cyclical baby we're back to the beginning where it all began dj making a bad joke i love it oh, this was God, amazing milton that was you're lot, so right. good at this yeah this is fun hells. i was
2: getting anxiety
0: mm yeah so you do this every week milton
1: yeah yeah so so yeah i i host a citadel of trivia uh every bi weekly every two weeks and then there's another team that does it the week I'm off. So um yeah and it's all trivia. Like I mean th- these are considered pretty, you know, pretty tame questions. <laughs> <laughs> in the, in the group actually plays with us on YouTube. Uh, I would uh I would actually stop by and take a look at it guys if you want to see uh, see the level level of difficulty and the types of questions that we come up with because we span all Sorts of subjects, you know, Game of Thrones, Song of Ice of Fire, you know, random stuff. That's awesome. Comic books, Star Wars, everything. Do you
2: ever say like, like to people who read the who don't read? Do you say like, all right, this is going to be like book reader segment or like book reader questions, or do you separate TV questions?
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so for the categories themselves, so for the themes themselves, you know, I mean, if I say something like Game of Thrones. Game that really pertains to the TV show, yeah, right, yeah. And a song of ice and fire will, will pertain to the books. That's how I would do it. That's nice. how I do it,
0: yeah. Excellent. That's how I try to do it, too. I think that's pretty stand. That's a that's good, that's awesome. So, Citadel of Trivia on the YouTube, I will include a link to that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna do this again, dude. I'm glad that I jumped on this. I'm so glad that we. Came in contact. This is what oh I mean, I say it every time there's a guest, and it's really true. The community of a song of Ice and Fire, Game of Thrones, just podcasting YouTubers. It's just awesome. And you meet so many cool people, man. And we this is the first time we all have ever spoken. You know, we just jumped on and did it. And that was that was a hell of a lot of fun. I'm not embarrassed at all because I know that I need to bone up, man. I need to bone up, getting going into this season because I tell you, if you had done if you had done like a Westworld quiz on me during the Westworld season, I could have told you every how every scene follows when I, when we were watching Game of Thrones last year, man. I was taking I knew every I was given scenes and th- but then I just forget it all falls out of my mind because I am old, Milton. I am old, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, know what? And,
1: you know and it's really tough because you know, there, there are great fans of the show yeah. out there right i mean who actually view it for kind of like the storyline you know it could be you know the, the imagery you know the costume sets you know mm-hmm. wh- whatever right but when we get into trivia it's a lot of it's minutiae right and you know, some people just you know, some people just don't really care about that as much as others do. And I care about you know, it. And I, I care about <laughs> it. I feel like I'm, I'm a
2: failure. I won, this, I won the game.
0: You did look, DJ. The truth is, you 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 won, dude. I mean, you beat me three. But well, well we get there's like negative points though, right? So negative.
2: Well, then you're like negative two hundred to negative one ninety seven. I'm, I'm I win. It's
0: 3 to 0. Okay, 3 to 0. All right, DJ. Wait, is this
2: is this a Cufflinks contest? <laughs> no, <laughs> a no trivia quiz?
0: No. This is it's just 3 to 0. That's that's the winner, man, and uh that was awesome. All right, well, Milton I loved I, it. I really want to thank you. It's Westerosi Ninja, and please tell us all again specifically, you know, your YouTube, website, email, email whatever you want. Tell everybody how they can find out more about you cuz you're awesome, man.
1: Okay, guys. Well, uh, you, you can find me on two, uh, two channels. Uh, the first channel is, uh, again, you know, the, the set of trivia, right. Where, you know, I host kind of like the, uh, the jeopardy style of trivia streams. Uh, that's every other Friday at 8 PM Eastern standard time. And I also have my own channel. It's called the Western Ninja on YouTube. And that's where I do streams on really diverse topics. You know, the, the science stuff that we talked about earlier, uh, top five collaborations with, uh, the dog show on, on, you know, various subjects, um, you know, death battles and stuff like that. So uh, there's two channels. Uh, you can always hit me up on Twitter at the Westerosi
0: Ninja as well. All right, man. Well, this is awesome. And DJ Tim Hines, you have any final words for everyone out there?
2: I do. it's it's more of a question for people to ponder while we got a little time until the build up. It's I guess a, a little bit of a two parter. Think about this: Do you miss the the magic of Pre and do you want to see this guy come back somehow and finish the job and see that kind of magic from across the sea? Or do you want to, you know, just stay with how it's going? Because, like, I keep going back in my head to Pre for some reason all the time. And how this whole assassination plot and whole magic got left for, like, two seasons. And we're only coming back to it now that the dragons are, are apparent. And I don't know. I feel like that's the only magic we're getting. And I want to see more. So, just just let that marinate. Think about that. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on the you know, email. Uh, and that's it. I want to say that I'm, I'm happy I'm victorious, but I want <laughs> a better score next time. You're- Thank you, Milton. You're excellent. I will definitely be checking your show out. Yeah, that was great, man.
0: Thank you, DJ. Thank you for that ponderance as well. It's always good to leave people with something to think about in this world. Keep the brain moving, Milton. That was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for, Thanks for having me on. Yes, buddy. It, really, this was great. We're going to definitely do this again. No doubt we're going to do this again because this is really fun. And maybe uh, we're, I'm definitely going to stop by and, and see the trivia because I'll play at home, though. Maybe I'll sign in under an assumed YouTube name so no one knows it's me. <laughs> they can't make fun of me. But – um. Remember, you can find us at dvrpodcast.com. Check me out. I'm doing a daily podcast called Daily DVR. I'm covering all types of news on television and entertainment. I did Better Call Saul and the Mayans, and I'm covering a lot of Star Wars stuff this month. Next week, I'm going to have on a guy, uh, if you're on the Twitter, Lost Star Wars, Bill Jornowski, who does a podcast called Dork Lair. He's going to come on and talk about Star Wars collecting and cards and collectibles and figures. And I'm doing all types of Star Wars stuff. M- Milton, maybe I'll get you to come back and talk a little bit about Star Wars with me. I've been yeah, I sure, want to do sure, that. Yeah,
1: sure, Just shoot me a direct <clears throat> message and uh, yeah, I'll come on.
0: That's awesome. And DJ, I think uh, I'm, I'm, I might uh, also uh, ask you, I don't know if you're available depending on if you're not doing any stand-up. But uh, we might talk a little bit about Solo. I thought we had talked about that. I was I I talked about. I don't
2: think we should talk about Heath. Oh, Heath! No, Heath Solo.
0: He hasn't even seen Solo yet. He's got to see Solo. Can you believe it? That Solo hasn't seen Solo. I know that's crazy. But uh, check that out, people. That's daily DVR and podcast Winterfell. We're gearing up. We're gearing up. We're going to be doing more and more episodes, so keep a lookout. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Have a fantastic day. And just another thanks to Milton because that was a whole lot of fun and uh, just a community, baby. And I'm going to keep on listening to Fire and Blood. I'll give you some updates on Twitter. I'll give you a screenshot of how far I am into it. I'll probably want to talk about that again soon, too. So, all right. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Peace out.